This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Clock Dodgers, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Hey, listen, I'm in a good mood as always. I'm in a good mood. I hope you're in a good mood. I hope it's a beautiful day out. I hope you have a beautiful mindset today. You're clear, focused, and ready to seize the day. But I have a great podcast here for you. I have a great episode for you. I have a good conversation that I really want you to hear. If you're in a fancy football, this is the place to be. This is the place to be. I don't know about the rest of them, but this is the place to be, right? We bring things to you a little differently, a little fun, a different angle. You got to be, this is a fun place to be, guys. So before we get to the conversation, which I, which was a lot of fun um, and, and very insightful, uh, fancy wise, I have some stuff to talk about really quick. As I mentioned on a previous podcast, No Halftime is back to sponsor the Clock Dodgers podcast. I'm extremely excited about this. Everyone who knows uh, the Clock Dodgers podcast, if you're new, you're not familiar with No Halftime probably. But if, you're, if you've been around, you know No Halftime and Clock Dodgers is basically family. Um, so No Halftime is a daily fantasy sports app that pins player versus player challenges. Uh, you're, you're not drafting whole teams and all this craziness and hoping every single guy hits. This is that old school with your boys with the family member that you know keeps arguing with you, this is where you can pin Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. This is where you can have these arguments and these debates and really settle it. You know what I mean? And this could be with guys you're talking to across the country. It could be you could be in Florida. It could be a guy in California, and you don't gotta send money and do all this kind of stuff. Right there on the app in a fun place, easy to use. Everything is right there for you. Um, you can challenge him, and you could do five, ten dollars. You know, smaller things, or you could do hundred dollars. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do, and it's super fun. And as always, guys, it, this podcast isn't a podcast where we just take sponsors just to get sponsors. We're not those guys, right? Anytime I get a sponsor, it's something I use, something I enjoy, something I believe in, whatever it is. And I'm always looking to get you guys something out of it, right? I don't want to just read some company's name and tell you about it, and that's it. Um, so in this case, I got you guys a promo code. As always, as always, I come through in the clutch. So the promo code, if you guys download the app, you create a username and you use the promo code CLOCK, C-L-O-C-K. And when you do that, God, I'm so, man, I, I am, no halftime is such so generous and I'm so happy I can offer this to you guys. When you use the promo code CLOCK, you are going to get an instant $10, instant $10 for free. Not the trickle in effect, not, you know, you spend so much money and you'll get money. No, this is an instant $10. So for users, when you use the promo code CLOCK, you're going to get $10. Um, if you were here last year when we did this, you know this is no joke. This is really how it works. And um, we had a lot of people sign up last year. And so if you're new to this podcast, if um, you know you have friends or family who you want to get involved, give them this promo code. It gives them $10. It's a thank you from Clock Dodgers and no halftime. The other big thing, the other big thing is when you, when you use no halftime, right, when you use it, each week, now you have to be, uh, and you know, an active user on there, right? You can't just be uh, signing up and, and then just disappear. Every week, one active user is going to be selected at random to win a pair of NFL tickets. 
Seriously. One active user at random. They did this last year, um, but they did it with like contests and stuff. This time it's going to be random. So one random user, but you have to be active. You can't just disappear. One active user each week um, will, will win a pair of NFL tickets. If that's not crazy to you, I don't know what is. On top of getting you $10 to use on the app for free, you're also going to get a chance to win NFL tickets. Seriously? I only link up with the best, guys. I, this is how we roll. And again, you know me. You know me. You know my character. I, these guys are great people. Like, seriously, like customer service-wise, if you need something, if you have an issue with anything, they're there for you. Like, this is no joke. So go on there, get the app on Android, iPhone. You can also do it at your computer. I haven't used it that way yet, but I've seen it that you could use it there. Um, so just just get on there. If you have any questions for me, feel free to tweet at me, DM me, send me an email, whatever it is. I'll be happy to answer any questions I can about it. Um, but let's do this, guys. No halftime. The official sponsor of the Clock Dodgers podcast for this fantasy season. Excited. Very excited. I have some other things I want to talk about, but we'll we'll hit them on the back end. As always, guys, you know, after the conversation, I'm going to chat with you for a little bit. There's some great stuff that I want to talk about, um, some stuff that are really good. Um, there's this one thing I really want to talk about that uh, is being done for, for kids, uh, for college, that I really want to talk about. And if you hear it, it'll be on the back end of this conversation here when we're done. Uh, it's a really good thing that's being, that's being started. And I, and I hope you guys can take part in it. Um, they've connected with me recently on Instagram. and I just wanted to talk to you guys about it. So on the other end of the conversation, we'll talk about it. But for the conversation, just so you know, well, obviously you've seen on the, uh, on the, on the title you know who the guest is today, so you're already kind of familiar with it. But it doesn't stop that doesn't stop me from telling you because I'd like to tell you guys what's up. You know what I mean? So on this show today, believe it or not, no, there's nothing to not believe. Um, on the on the show today, I have Adam Spinks with me. Adam Spinks, if you're not familiar, is uh, RB Scout. You may be familiar with the RB Scout podcast. You may be uh, familiar with his website. He basically specializes in scouting the running back position. So. Anything running back, he does. You go to his website, he has running back rankings, uh, he has articles, he does videos. Um, the guy's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Um, he's not some robot, you know what I mean? So it's not like some boring uh, guy who's just talking like blah, 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 um, like some people like to give you. This guy, is he's a good dude. Uh, and he, he was fun to chat with, so I look forward to you guys listening to the conversation. As always... We appreciate your support. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. We're on every um, podcast platform that I can think of. iTunes, uh, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. So really, if there's a source that you're using that we're not on, please let me know. I'd like to try to get us on there. Um, So please reach out to me if that's the case. I appreciate you guys. As always, listen, we can use some new reviews. We can use some new reviews if you guys can hit us up. Hit us up. And don't forget... It's very important to follow me on social media at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, on Instagram, on all these things, because right now we're running a contest where you can win a signed DeAndre Hopkins football. The special thing about it is it was sent to us by a listener of the podcast, a Clock Dodger family member, SD Casey on the Fantasy Life app. He literally went to an event where DeAndre Hopkins was, got this football signed by him in person and sent it to me so that I can give it to a clock dodger. How 
how amazing are the people that listen to this podcast? How amazing are the Clock Dodger family? I'm telling you, it's something incredible we're building. You want to get on and ride this thing, man. It's amazing. So if you go on, hit, go, to, go to Twitter, at Clock Dodgers, you'll find out all the details. It's on my pinned tweet. You cannot miss it. Or visit ClockDodgers.com. It's one of the most recent posts on there. You'll see it right there. It tells you all the details. It's super simple to win. Super simple. Super simple. You guys got to go on there and take part in that. It's really fun. Right now, a lot of people have, have already taken part in it, obviously, um, because who doesn't want a DeAndre, a Nook signed football? But I'm telling you, that it's super easy. It's free. You don't got to pay anything. Uh, you just, I'm, trying, I'm trying to give you guys some cool stuff, man. I'm trying to shout out to SDKC. Big time. Appreciate it. Let's get to the conversation. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot go with him. Can't do it. Adam, first off, thanks for joining me on the show, man. How is life treating you? It is going well. I think we're both in the same boat where we have kids that we're trying to put to bed, and now here we are trying to do a podcast, so it should be fun. Yeah, exactly. So if you hear any cries or screams, everything's all right. It's just, you know, life. (laughs) So, um, you know, you mentioned on Twitter that you had some availability to do some podcasts, right? So um, my guy, Johnny B, actually, on Twitter, he just hits me up all the time with, like, good, like, recommendations for guests that he catches saying they're available and stuff like that. And so he's like, you know, hit him up. And so here you are, man. You're, you're, you know, you're on the show, and so I'm happy to have you on. I appreciate you, you know, taking time to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing I've learned from starting this venture in February is that, uh, you know, hosting a podcast is fun, and I like doing that, but I really despise the back-end editing, so I, I like to do the the talk and walk approach of the guest. <laughs> I totally understand where you're coming from with that. That is definitely the uh, the worst side of it. But um, for those who don't know, just offhand here really quick, um, you created uh, runningbackscout.com. You have the Running Back Scout podcast. And obviously, before we get into football and fantasy football and you know what people want to hear, I just wanted to kind of talk about some of that stuff that you've created there. Is that all right? Sure. Okay, cool. So what made you do this? You know, obviously, you know, you could have gone so many routes, but you did running back specifically. Um, was there a, a, a real plan and thinking behind this, or was it just something that you just had the most passion for? What, what was the reasoning for all that? Well, the passion came from just football in general. I, I'm from Texas, and I've, I know a few people that know that I'm in the Dallas area. So football has been bred into me from birth. Um, so, you know, this type of stuff that I'm doing now for RB Scout is just things that I was doing in my free time for my own. Uh, charting plays, looking at film and, you know, doing analytic work. That's what I do for a living. So that mixed along with a football background turned out to be, you know, a venture that I like doing on my own. And then, you know, my buddies that we've been having fancy conversations with for 20 plus years were pushing me for a long time to, you know, what, once you show some of this content. And so finally this February, I just broke down and decided that, you know, having an advantage over, nine or 12 league mates is not that big of a deal. And I'd rather (laughs) just go ahead and start, you know, providing content now that I'm older and um, hopefully wiser. So that's really what it came from. But as far as the running back position, I grew up playing defense and linebacker. So all my film study usually came from box to box. So that's where uh, 
I enjoy watching football. Anytime I watch football, even just a random game on television that's a college game uh, or a pro game, I'm watching guard center guard. I'm not watching quarterback to uh, receiver really until after I see guard center guard just because that shows you everything you need to know for a play, whether or not it's going to be a run or pass before anything you'll see um, a quarterback or running back might do in the backfield. Wow, that's very cool. That's interesting that you, that you have that, you know, that way of watching the game. Um, as far as you mentioned, the league mates, like, do, do they listen to your podcast? They do. And a couple of them actually are on staff with RB Scout. So that's pretty cool to be able to share some um, of the, the progress, I guess, we've had with the website and the podcast starting from nothing where no one really knew who any of us were, you know, in February. No one had a clue. I, I wasn't on Twitter. Right. That's, so why that's on earth crazy. would anybody know? And now here we are with you know, 2,200 followers and a podcast that's, you know, doing very well. And I'm very thankful for all that. I think they are too. I think they, they, they get a kick out of it for sure that, um, you know, Matt Harbin's on the podcast or, you know, Dynasty Blueprint calls me up and has me on or you have me on. I think they think that's really cool. So. Yeah. So you just started even Twitter itself in February. I mean, what did, did you start Twitter with this being the plan already or did you start it, see everything and then say, I want to do this too? Yeah, before February, my only Twitter account is my personal account mm -hmm. and that that account i think has nine followers and those are just <laughs> friends and and I, I never posted anything I, all i ever used it for was to um get news from Schefter or rapaport or just uh maybe ryan mcdowell for right. adp knowledge but i didn't really follow too much in depth into the fantasy industry on the metrics that are posted by the rotoviz guys or uh just a lot of things that we see now as an rb scout staff that we think it's pretty cool and you know you don't really expect to see so much good content coming out i've told people before the only reasons i stayed off of twitter is just because the the stereotype of that it's a bunch of 13 year old trolls and i didn't want to deal with that right but it's it's not been like that to me at least so far and you know whenever mike gilsey is absolutely horrible this year and and i give you terrible advice i'm sure the trolls will come out and that's fine <laughs> but uh yeah, that, that's that's just kind of where we're at now. Yeah, but I think it's cool to talk about that because of the fact that, you know, you, you like you said, you're doing good for yourself as far as just that even if you're just looking at follower count and just respect level and then the website, the podcast, I mean, you're you're kind of an example for people who are who are feel like maybe they want to start doing it now and they're behind on things. You know, they're not um, already in it, but you're you're an example that it can happen, you know, pretty fast as long as you're, you know, creating good content. Um, uh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. And this is something, you know, you can look back on terrible decisions, not terrible decisions, on missed opportunities in your life all you want. And I think that you know, it, it would be great if I started this 10 years ago, whenever I was in my late 20s and single and um, had more free time. Right. But I didn't. And so it's one of those <laughs> things you can always say that, you know, I wish I would have done something 10 years ago. But if you're thinking about doing something like this, just just do it. Even if it's on a small scale and then work towards something better. But uh, yeah, I could I could wait 10 more years and be 47 and then be complaining <laughs> about my 37-year-old self not doing this. So. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I, I always encourage people to whenever they say, you know, what should I do a podcast? Should I write? I'm like, go for it. That's that's kind of like part of the, the message behind even this podcast in general, just the, the uh, you know, the feel about it. But as far as, you know, you also mentioned, you know, if you make a bad take or if you say something that doesn't, you know, fulfill itself, um, that people are going to come at you for that, right? That's just, that's just typical. Um, you know, or, you know, we all know having podcasts or writing that you're going to get bad reviews. You're going to get people who knock you for, you know, some advice you gave them the week before, but I'm, I'm just curious, like 
personally, how do you feel as far as when it comes to the fantasy industry? And, you know, there's people who we all know the names of and that are considered like these legit analysts, the good analysts, whatever, however you want to, you know, consider them. But in your mind, what, what separates those people from the people who aren't so great or who aren't getting the recognition? Like, what is it that gives them that credit? Is it a certain percentage of right calls, you know, or is it just a, a Brandon thing? Like, what do you think is making that separation? Well, from what I can tell, it really comes down to the, a lot of the bigger names. Let's just take um, like Evan Silva, who I think does really good work. and But he's down really to doing one article for Roto World during the season. And I, I guess that's what it's always been for at least a little bit. But, right. um, you know, the reason that people like Evan is that he's clear and concise with what he gives out. And, yeah, sure, he's going to make some bad decisions as well. But he, you know, he's honest with his projections. He's not going to. To me, Evan doesn't come off as someone that's, uh, I am always right and you're always wrong. You know, I'm too good for everybody else. Correct. And that's something that's really surprised me with the industry in general. You know, I've talked with Matt Harmon a couple times and he's the same way. He, if you want to find a guy that can be stuck up, it's Matt. You know, he's, he started off small and, and it's totally blown up and he works for NFL.com. So why would he not have the I'm better than you mentality? And he he's definitely not like that in yeah, person. He's the sure. furthest from that. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And even guys that, you know, are even bigger than that. Let's just go to like Mike Clay. You know, Mike Clay, uh, I think Mike Clay's a great follow on Twitter. I know a lot of people dog on him for his projections, but all I'll say to that is if you're gonna dog on someone for their projections, then go put your projections out. This is not the most easy thing to do. I, I've put them out for running back only, and he goes through the entire team and puts them out. That is a difficult task to try to do that well without just throwing out numbers that are completely wrong and, and don't even make sense for historical norms. And he's, he may have some misses, but his misses are not out of range of possibility. Exactly. Yeah. It goes back to that adage, you know, you, you, you take the more shots you take that you're going to get misses. You know what I mean? So it's just the way it is. And obviously, especially in the fantasy industry, there's, you know, you're putting out a lot of stuff. You know what I mean, there's just a lot of content. You got to miss on things. There's just no way to, to not. So people who, you know, get crazy about that and start attacking people, it's just, just one of those weird things. But, um, for, for you, I mean, you know, with, with your podcast and, and everything that you're, that you got going on right now, you said it's, it's really new, but you've, you've had a good level of success so far. What is your goal for this? I mean, what, you know, what are you trying to do is I, I have some people who come on, they say, it's just some hobby that I'm doing, you know, it's just a, just a fun thing that I'm enjoying doing, but then some people want to take over the world. You know, what, what is it? Where, where do you fall in that? What is your goal um, in doing all this? Is it just to help people? Is it just something you enjoy doing? I mean, where, where, where do you fall in all that? Yeah. 27 year old Adam would have tried to take over the entire world. <laughs> 37 year old Adam married with two kids um, with a limited amount of time that he can do this and staying up till 3am to edit podcast probably will just tell you that for now I'm having fun and I want to provide the best content I can. And we'll just see, you know, I've talked with a few people about the growth level that we're at now, which is like I've talked about is, is awesome. Um, but we haven't even shown content during season yet. So right. what I really want to do is the entire season's worth of approach of what I'm attempting to do. And that's to, uh, do our, for better terms, it's just a simple name of star score. It's just a, a charting of the running backs and keeping that to, let's just say a, a 30 running back limit. And I'm going to do my best to give you an accurate representation of a running backs week by the week. So meaning that I'm going to give you all the information you need versus box versus, um, what formation they're in, 
you know, if they're in 21 or if they're in 12, how he succeeded going right gap off of that. And then what his broken tackle percentages was, and that's going to be all off of that week. And if I can get the NFL game pass to actually work and they will release <laughs> the footage on Tuesday, then my goal is to have that out every Saturday before or in the Thursday game, have it out before that, but have that out for the running back position. So it's a, it's a big task. And like I told Matt Harmon on my podcast, if I fail, then that's fine with me because I am not charging anybody a dollar. And I believe that free content should be taken uh, with happiness by the community. Right. Absolutely. So, so for you, do you feel like, because, you know, this will be your first full season as far as, you know, providing it to people, do you feel like this is kind of like a prove it year for you or do you not even pay attention to it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm too, too far into this to think I need to prove it. And I, right. that might seem pompous, but, uh, I've been playing fantasy since I was nine years old, pretty hardcore. That's 28 years worth of, of doing this. I feel pretty confident in my ability to, to know what I'm talking about. And That's awesome. I, like I said, I don't want to sound pompous, but I, I've been doing this a long time. I know that not a lot of people know me since February, but this is something that I've been doing for a long, long time and, and working in, um, more than just football or fantasy football on Twitter. I, I have associates in um, football in general that are higher level people in scouting departments and, and for uh, like agencies for uh, player agencies that, you know, that I haven't really discussed with uh, on public level, but that I have access to as well. So right. it's something that I don't feel like I, I, I I'm all I'm going to tell you is I'm going to do my, my best. So I think anybody that puts in the time that, you know, it takes to do this type of work, you should at least look at it and decide whether or not you want to take their information and use it or not, because uh, it, it is a lot of work to do any of this type of work. So I think you should should appreciate that at least. Right. Absolutely. Appreciate what you're doing. And obviously, you know, you believe in your work and, and you should, you shouldn't have any other answer for that. I was just curious if, you know, what kind of pressure you felt, if you felt any, but obviously um, your answer, I believe is the right answer. So um, I definitely agree with that. Just curious before, because we got a lot of um, questions for this episode. When I said that you were going to be on, I'm on, I'm on different places, you know, uh, sleeper bot, fancy life app, all these places. And so I got a bunch of questions. Um, and I got some other things I want to get to with the football stuff. Um, before I jump to that really quick, just because, you know, running back is your thing what what is your feel um when, when you see people say like zero running back and all that kind of stuff what is your feeling on that strategy i think zero running back worked well in the past uh, this is going to be a big year for that for the running back position in general moving forward uh i've mentioned this before but so we had zeke last year that was a high pick and and was fantastic and now we have Fournette, who i believe is going to be fantastic as well he may not hit the 1600 yard rushing season that zeke had <clears throat> but I do have him as, you know, a top 10 running back. And, and if that happens, and let's just say that Jacksonville, even with Bortles, can be average. So maybe they're seven to nine to nine to seven. So somewhere around there, eight and eight range. Right. Well, then you're going to see teams want to mirror what they've done, because if that team can improve by going to a run heavy offense and Dallas improved by going to a run heavy offense, then when Geis and Barkley come out and Chubb, then those people would only go up further in a draft um, and a team would would change their game plan to go to a more run-heavy approach. So eventually, we're going to hit a point where linebacker size is going to become an issue, and it's starting to get that way already. You have so many hybrid safeties that are playing in the box that have a 50 number on, so now they're called linebackers, <laughs> where they're right. 225 pounds. You know that That's not a very big linebacker whenever they're still 
office of line growth where the, the line is not really gotten smaller. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're still increasing in size. So eventually there, there could be a turning point on that, but uh, that's probably not the, the thing that most people on Twitter will say. <laughs> Everybody's going to be so pass heavy on, on Twitter, yeah. but uh, this is a big year for that. So uh, like I said, if, if Fournette and Jacksonville can succeed and success is eight and eight to me, then I think you're going to see a, a copycat approach. Interesting. I, I, I can see that for sure. Now, um, I, just, I was just curious what your take was on that just because of what you do. So I, what, what I want to do is um, last week, I don't know if you heard the episode with Kevin, but I did this thing where I was, you know, for, for me personally, like, you know, we're, we get so I feel like wrapped up in ADPs and uh, different scorings and different roster setups and all these kind of things. And sometimes I just want to hear what people think about a player. Right. But okay. a lot of times they say, well, with this ADP and that ADP, and I just want to because because you scout heavy on running backs. I just want to say running backs names and just hear what you think outside of all that 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 noise. Um, all right. So I'm just going to throw some names at you. I mean, you can go into it as much as you want or, you know, just quick hits, whatever you want to do. But the first thing I'm going to give you is Rob Kelly. Rob Kelly. Okay. So, uh, he had a couple good games last year and then tailed off. Uh, I'm pretty big on P Ryan Perrine, however you want to say his last <laughs> right. name. Uh, you're going to go back and forth on that, but I do think that Kelly starts the season off as the starter and then, you know, with limited upside when the passing game, just because Thompson will have that role. Um, but I, I don't think he's the most talented back on the team. And so eventually there's going to come a point where he will start to lose carries and, and probably be phased out into more of a, you know, five carry a role um, towards the end of the season. Okay. Where so P. so, so you don't think over. he can hold off P. Ryan? I do not. Okay. Gotcha. And, well, and, and the thing is, I don't know how well I think Washington's going to run the ball anyways. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people are saying, well, just wait till P. Ryan starts. Uh, that might be not the greatest situation for him as well either this year. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I just wanted to, I, I wanted to throw him out because that, those two guys are debated a lot right now. Um, sure. The next one, Mark Ingram. And I did look at your, your rankings on your site and you have Adrian Peterson a spot above him, right? I do. Right beside each other. Right beside each other. So what, what are your feelings on Mark Ingram, the player? I mean, I know a lot of people say Peyton doesn't love him. He's got a lot of competition there. So what is your feeling on Mark Ingram? Well, it's difficult to say that Ingram is hated by Peyton. I know that's another thing that a lot of people say yeah. on Twitter. The guy's making over $5 million a year. If they didn't really <laughs> like him, they would have just cut him. Exactly. So, you know, they're not going to pay a running back that's a third string running back $5.5 million. I feel like That'd maybe they give him some, I feel like maybe they show him some tough love. You know, when he, when he fumbles, they show him some tough love, man. They just don't oh, you know, keep handing it there's, to him. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. With, with you know, a lot of people uh, are going to have a negative thought process on Ingram anyway. It's just because of the goal line carries he lost last year to Hightower that were costing him fantasy games. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I'm projecting essentially a 50-50 split between Peterson and Ingram. I have them right around 180 carries each and right around the 800-yard mark. Uh, both of them with a high yards per carry, I think they're well over league average. You know, They're, they're going to reach four or five or more. That team should be able to run the ball, and I think they're going to try to run the ball more. I think that's definitely what their thought process was on the offseason, it looks like, with who they picked in the draft and you know, obviously bringing in Peterson. You know, they, they traded away Brandon Cooks and think that we're going to go defense, and they didn't do it. They they draft Lyman. Um, so, yeah, I think that Sean Payton is going to at least try to run the ball more, and I think that leaves an opportunity for at least two backs. It did last year with Hightower. So, right. Uh, and Peterson's definitely better than that. Uh, I'm not so much on Kamara yet. I think he's has talent to be a, a third-down back later in life, but it's, Ingram is a pretty good pass receiver already. Yeah, and he's he is. improved in that every single year. Uh, and then it looks like, you know, f- from 
film on on practice that Peterson's being involved in that, but we'll see. So is it safe to say that even though you have them side by side, it's not a knock on either guy. You just feel like they both can really be effective even. Oh, right? I like both players right. a lot. Yeah. Okay. I, if Ingram was in the situation by himself with just Kamara, he would be easily in my top 15, probably my top 12. Nice. It's just that I, I do think that Peterson still has enough in the tank to at least keep it a pretty close to 50-50 split. Gotcha. But they're in a half PPR. They're still right at the bottom of RB2s on my list. Gotcha. All right, another backfield that is um, high, highly debated right now uh, with a bunch of different guys, and, and the one guy that I want to know about is Doug Martin. So, you know, obviously we keep hearing about the rookie, and we hear about this guy and that guy, and will Doug Martin be the starter? Will he not be the starter? So what is your feeling on Doug Martin right now going into this season? This is a hot topic for RB Scout staff because I think I'm the only one that's uh, – I don't want to be on the on the Doug Martin bandwagon, but I think <laughs> I, I, I maybe I'm helping – change one of his wheels it's fallen off because <laughs> it seems like everybody that's on our staff is on on quiz and that's fine because you're going to get probably three decent games out of him but i do believe that when martin comes back that he will get the lion's share of the carries on a team that once again kind of like washington i'm not sure how well tampa will run the ball i think they're going to probably push more towards passing anyways even more than they did last year and uh, that's not going to be the best situation for a running back. I'm not real high on Tampa like a lot of people are that are projecting them to be a playoff team. I'm, I'm not quite there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but when, when Martin comes back, I do expect him to at least take the, the majority of the carries. I'm glad to hear you say that. I'm with you on that, man. I'm, with you. I'm not <laughs> on the Martin hate yet. I don't know why people are doing that, but I'm not with No, that. yeah, I don't get it. it, it you know, it, people say that, He's had terrible years, and I just keep going back to you know he's had fourteen hundred yard rushing years. That that does not grow on trees. That is a difficult thing to accomplish in the NFL. Yep, it's not a joke, man. It's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the next guy. Now this guy again. Some people love. Some people like him. I won't say love. Some people like him. Some people totally hate the guy. Spencer Ware, man. I mean, I don't know if he's keeping a seat warm for a rookie right now, or you know, can he handle it? Uh, I don't think he's keeping the seat warm. I th- I think that. Andy Reid will probably roll with him uh, for this year. I really do. I, I don't project Kareem Hunt to have, you know, the 200 carry seasons that I've seen a few people say. I have him at 136 carries at 567 yards rushing. So I, I have him at I have Hunt at almost 800 yards total offense. Um, but I do I do have Spencer Ware with having a pretty good year. Um, but yeah, it's just difficult. You know, a lot of people were dogging on Ware, but I, from what I could see on tape it seemed like he was probably more injured than what we thought towards the end of the season after starting off pretty hot. Um, so I think you got to take that into context with how he finished the season. So far, I'm liking all your answers, Adam. We're on, we're <laughs> on the same page here, man. We're on the same page so far. The last guy I want to get out of you, and I did, again, I've been, you know, obviously I look at your site, man. I see the content, I see the videos and all that kind of stuff, but I got to throw them out there at you. Jordan Howard. Okay. The real deal? Well, uh, the, the real deal in running and not the real deal in passing. And that's one of my issues with him is that he did have quite a bit of receiving yards. And I, to me, what I chartered him on, he he didn't run a real complex route tree. So the passes that he was dropping, and I know a lot of people are going to point that a lot of it came from one game and it did, but he's not running a, a route tree that you would expect drop balls from. And I had him at almost a 25% drop rate on catchable balls. Wow. That's not real good. Yeah. So I think that he will 
probably if, if that doesn't improve, he's going to be phased out of the third down, which will just, you know, to, volume is key in running back just like it is in, in receivers. So it's, it's volume of plays on the field is where value comes from. So if he's not on third downs, I think that's going to reduce his value. I, I still like him, and I know a lot of people have asked about that when I when I showed some charts on where I ranked him that I have him at 13. But you have to realize that that's still 200-plus points in half PPR and that the difference between him and, um, you know, Devontae Freeman at 10 is – 12 points so i mean it's it's difficult to project touchdowns so you're really looking at 60 yards and one touchdown difference between the two of them not a real big deal he's he's a good runner though um he he doesn't have a lot of breakaway speed but he does break a lot of tackles and he runs hard and the only thing i have on on him for rushing is that i'm a little worried that if john fox and logan's continue their game plan of running him late in fourth quarters down by three touchdowns that that's not going to work. That's not a, a winning game plan, and they right. may need to do that. But if that happens, that they're all going to be fired because that's. I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't do that. You yeah. can't do what they were doing last year. Yeah, and and, and let me ask you. You know, we, we we've we've mentioned guys right like Howard, Martin, where all, all these guys, Ingram. Um, it it seems like to me, and I, and I could be wrong, but it just seems like a lot of people put like bullseyes on these guys and um just you know want to knock them for one reason or another. They don't believe in them. Whatever the case is, why do you think it, that these running backs get that rep? Like, what is it that people are like so eager to replace them? Do you think? You know, that's a good question, and I really think that just comes down to running back position in, in general with Twitter. And that's something that's uh, a little different than I expected. Any receiver that does anything well, they are the greatest, like Martavis Bryant. Okay. I, I love Martavis Bryant, but the guy, you know, if you look at his just real overall numbers, they're not, he hasn't put up 1500 uh, receiving seasons. He right. hasn't ever done that. He's right. gonna, the best case scenario for Bryant is he's the wide receiver two on Pittsburgh, which is extremely valuable. I know, but he is not, ever going to be the wide receiver one but everybody treats him i mean he might as well be a, a top five asset in fantasy at this point because, right <laughs> you know i'm pretty sure you could trade him for a giant from some people i think you could trade him for Fournette. i've seen these people that just talk so highly about him and he's just a good example of that but that's just receiver in general because of the youth and and you know thinking that you're going to have this guy for 10 years but you know, all I ever ask people is, if you play in Dynasty for a long time, go look at your roster three years ago, just three years ago, and see how many people are still on that team. Yeah. And I think it would surprise you where you're at. Yeah. But um, yeah, as far as the running backs, I think it's just uh, they're always looking for youth. And, and a couple of people we talked about, like, um, you know, Ingram and and where they get this title that they're old. And if you go look at their actual age, it's not they're not 30 years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. just amazing how fast a running back ages in people's lives. I heard people tell me that David Johnson is time for a sell on David Johnson because <laughs> of how old he is. <laughs> this is crazy. That's hilarious. It's funny. It's a weird thing. That's why I was just curious. Cause you know, obviously, you know, you focus on, it, I'm just like, why do people always, they're always looking to replace these guys. It's just, you know, it's odd. Um, yeah. so what I want to do is that, that, that was great. We, we knocked out some of the guys I was really interested in. What I want to do is because I did get so many, uh, questions, um, from, from, from listeners and from the clock out your family out there, I want to kind of knock some of these out. I kind of grabbed like 10 of my favorite. Um, and so we can, you know, run through these at whatever pace we need to. Um, so you ready for those? Sure. Let's go. All right, cool. Let's do that. So the first one I have here is from at Kutch knows 22. And he says, uh, which draft strategy do you prefer as far as high floor guys who, who are, you know, steady or high upside guys that have, you know, that come with pretty good risks, a uh, high risks, uh, which, which strategy do you prefer? I am probably the, the most 
risk um, receptive person that I know, I, I will always go for the upside. That's just my my life. I will. I'm not going to go for the guy that's. Um, what's a good example? I'm trying to think of someone like uh, you know maybe Mark Ingram. So Mark Ingram has a maybe a lower ceiling, but a pretty high floor versus someone like. Uh, Tom Montgomery, who right. I think has a tremendous ceiling. My intuition will always lean towards Montgomery. Interesting. Because uh, I don't think that you win fantasy leagues after the many years I've played with a bunch of RB3s and wide receiver threes. I think you have to hit on the big people, the the David Johnson from two years ago, the, the JHI last year. Those are the people that win you championships, right. and you have to find that. So uh, that's what we're mining for on our site to try to find you someone like Ty Montgomery that, you know, the, the, the scene on him could be, you know, a top eight running back. So that's what you're going for. So fantasy like life, man, you got to take some risks. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> hey, you know, the, the worst case of this is that you come in last place and yep. then you have the first pick in, in dynasty. So exactly. <laughs> it'll be fine. You'll yeah. have guys or Barkley next year after making a fool of yourself. <laughs> oh man. The next one, uh, you know, clock Dodger style here, man. We don't always do fancy questions. So at Neil Nagel is asking, uh, if you could shop for free at any store, where would you go? Oh, that's an easy one. PJ Superstore. Oh, man, I'm going to go buy a, a new bag and some new clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Golfing? That's an easy one. Big time? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I love to play golf. Okay. Can't knock that. I mean, those things can get expensive too. So, Where's, What's your answer on that? I want to hear your I, answer. You know, I, I, I'm not, I don't really, I wouldn't say, uh, I don't know. I'd probably go something like, like I'd, I'd cheat here, man. I'd take something like Best Buy or something where I could like hit so many different departments and like fill a house with it. You know what I mean? Like right. it doesn't have to be just TVs or just this. I'm going to cheat and take something where I can get all kinds of stuff. So I guess I should have said the Ferrari story and yeah. just went and picked out one of those, but yeah. I, I try to keep it reasonable. Hey, and then, <laughs> you know, when things get tough, you just sell the Ferraris and get your all golf bags. There you go. So, you know, the uh, next one is from at two drink minimum. Um, he says that it's fun to watch on film guys, uh, their, their college film guys like uh, Turek Cohen and uh, Pumphrey. But do, do you feel like those kind of guys uh, can hold up in the NFL an, enough to be fantasy relevant? Sure. Yeah. For third down roles. Yeah. I think that, and as much passing as go goes on in the league and, and much passing is starting to trend towards going to the running back position. Sure. I think that they have plenty of upside. If you look at some people that they would try to emulate would be, you know, Shane Vereen or, or, um, Sproles is who everybody always goes to, but Duke Johnson, that these theoretic, that people that are not so big, but they put out really good receiving numbers. They're going 500 yards plus receiving in a season. And that's, that's plenty viable, especially in a PPR league. Do you yeah, like, absolutely. do you like either one of those guys more than the other, or just kind of both the same for you? Uh, I, if, if Cohen can take the third down job in, in, in Chicago, like I expected him to, then I think that's pretty valuable. The Philly's a mess. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a clue. I mean, really <laughs> you and everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's one of the things where I'm not big on preseason, but I am interested in seeing just who comes out second for preseason. Maybe not so much this game, but next right. week, just to see behind Sproles. I mean, forget the blunt. We know he's going to be the goal line back, but who actually gets carries in, in a meaningful way between Smallwood and whoever else to have. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting. Pay attention to it for sure. Um, the next one is from Air Freak 3819 He says out of all the rookie running backs who are being hyped up right now, all the guys who are you know being talked about, which one do you think is most likely to never materialize into fantasy goodness? Oh, wow. 
So hmm. if, we, if we had to pick one to fail, I mean, we, you know, we could think they're all going to make it, which is fine. But if you just had to pick, not, yeah. if you had to pick that's one, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But <laughs> no. if, you, if you had to pick one now, while everyone else is hyping them up, which one do you feel like is the most? I guess you could say even fragile, you know, as far as like, terms of success. I would say Alvin Kamara would be mine. And I know a lot of people are high on him, but yeah. I didn't care for his tape coming out. I thought it was on a very limited sample. And to make a, a real definitive approach on what you thought from that sample, I, I just didn't see it. And I definitely didn't see a back that was going to be capable of being a, a three-down back. I think that his his ceiling in life will be a, a good third-down back. So, yeah, I think I'll, we'll stick with him. Gotcha. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, the next one is from at Paul Ryan 15. He says, you're starting a franchise today. Who do you choose? Either Tom Brady in his prime or Bill Belichick with his full coaching staff? The player. The player? Always. Always absolutely. the player. Yes, absolutely the player. Players make plays. Coaches design plays, but you have to have the player that actually make the play. Tom Brady, the, ex- the, uh, the one who executes it. Can, yes. Can't go wrong there. The next one is from at Jigsaw. He says, based on ADP, who are guys that have, you know, recently been injured or last season were injured that, um, you know, you're for sure staying away from and then vice versa, ones that you're willing to gamble on? Hmm. And you can go running back or any other position. doesn't really matter. Well, Peterson would be one that was injured that I'm relatively high on considering I have him as a low-end RB2. Right. Um, Woodhead, I like Woodhead coming back. I think that there's a good role for him in Baltimore's offense to succeed. Uh, another player coming off injury that I'm not so high on would be C.J. Anderson. I'm not a big fan of what Denver's going to accomplish on offense in general. So I, I've never been a big C.J. Anderson fan as well. So yeah, that, he would be my, my negative, I guess. Or, or even throw this one out there, the one that's a Twitter darling is abdullah oh so, kills me to hear you say that <laughs> I, well, let's let's talk about Abdullah then because i like abdullah as a player i think he's a very talented player but he's in a very odd situation where what i really liked of his film in college was his receiving game even more than his rushing game and he is and i mean if you're going to go and try to be a receiving back the wrong place to do it is with theoretic yep. who is an extremely good receiving back i mean theoretic to me would be a an above average slot receiver in the NFL. Um, so that's just a bad situation. And then he's not going to, you wouldn't expect Abdullah to be able to beat out Zinner or Asiata for goal line carries. So you left with this guy that's between the twenties and is racking up yards and probably makes a lot of highlight real plays that are on ESPN. But as far as fantasy scoring, I think that you're just asking yourself for a headache to draft him so high that, um, you're just not going to have the reception upside and the touchdown upside that you might've been expecting. Adam, I want to believe they both have food to eat there, man. I want to believe well, it. You know, I talked about this a little bit. So <laughs> if if you're really thinking that Riddick's a five catch per game player, and that's what he's been over the last two years, you've already taken five catches away from Stafford. Yeah. So if that, I mean, that number is just one of those things. It's, it's just subtraction starts to get you really quick when you start taking away reception totals. Um, it's just not a lot left after you give Tate his and Jones his and Abron his. Uh, it's just not a lot left. Man. Bumming me out. You're bumming me out now. Come on. I got to find the next question. <laughs> the next one is from at Neil Nagel again. He had some good questions, this one. Um, so he's asking, what's one food you will never eat? One food I'll never eat. Uh, how about one food I'll never eat again? I'll, here's the stupid story. It was tofu. Yeah. and uh, Tofu? I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I'm an idiot. I had some tofu and... Uh, <laughs> That would be the one that I will not try again. 
That's that's fair. I I, I thought you were gonna go somewhere like disgusting, like eyeballs, you know, goat eyes or something. But <laughs> yeah, you, have, you know, tofu is about as disgusting as that. Yeah, for me. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of fans of that. Um, the next one is from uh, this guy's got he's got a crazy uh, username at MMT Zombie Brains. Um, <laughs> something we will never read as well. No. Um, <laughs> do you see Kelvin Benjamin as a player to target or a player to attempt to trade away? Uh, I wish I knew what his ADP was. Uh, I, he's in a situation where he's a, a hated player, but yep. it's one of those things is the numbers could be there where he has a volume that's going to allow him to put up decent numbers. If he can just stay healthy, you know, they take Ted Ginn away from the offense and that was 700 yards and probably a lot of that goes to McCaffrey, but you know, he's still the number one receiver probably the third option behind Olsen and what I think McCaffrey will put up as far as reception totals. So yeah, I think it, he's he's a if you can find a league mate that is completely soured on him and i'm sure there's plenty of them then yeah go buy him yeah i was just gonna say it probably comes down to what you're being offered or having to offer you know it's gonna be different each situation um the next one again is from at two drink minimum he says what is the last song you listened to the last song i listened to uh move by toby mac my littlest will dance to that. So that's what we listen to. Nice. Nice. And the last question that I wanted to make sure we got in here is from at Zach Dyer. And he just says, uh, if you can give us one deep sleeper, he, he says that all the positions running back, wide receiver, tight end, but if you want to stick to running back, that's fine as well. Um, so just, uh, you know, a couple of deep sleepers that you're, that you're really digging on right now. Okay. Deep sleeper for me is the guy that I'm picking up in the last round of every draft that I can. And that's Shane Vereen. I think Shane Vereen has an opportunity to, if he can stay healthy. Of course, that's what we always have to say. But yep. if you're a Giants running back, and you, I know a lot of people are on Perkins, but what I've mentioned before is that they have not improved their line. DJ Fluker's not an improvement, and they're going to be in a shotgun spread offense as their base package. So they're going to have a running back and shotgun with Eli, and that's probably not going to be Gallman. So we can get rid of that. I don't think that they can run the ball, so that's a starting point. So they're going to have to go with the receiving back in the backfield often. And the best option they have in that is Shane Vereen. So there's an opportunity for him to put up 500 yards receiving or more and and have the 50-catch season that he's had before. Um, so I think in, in a PPR format, he's a great deep sleeper. That's fair. And you said you are – I mean, I know you said you don't think anyone's going to be able to run there, but do you, do you think Perkins is a decent running back or do you just think it's not a good situation or what's the situation with that? Not a big fan of Perkins. At all. Okay. No. Gotcha. If, if I push came to shove and I had to choose between the two of them uh, – between Gallman and him, I would probably choose Gallman just because he's cheaper and I don't have to pay Perkins' price. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to struggle to run the ball just in general. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That that is the uh, all the questions that I ha- that I really wanted to get to. The last thing I want to do here, man, is foul or no foul, the staple of the show. Are you ready for some foul or no foul? I'm ready. All right. Great. Let's do this. It's that time again. <laughs> Let's play another round of foul or no foul. So foul or no foul for anyone new to the show who isn't familiar with it. Um, I'm going to give you statements, some that were sent over to me, some that I just found around the Internet, whatever the case may be. And um, if when, when you hear the statement, if you think that the statement, you agree with it, if you think it's a fact, if you are, are in agreement with what's being said, then there's no foul. The, 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 the statement is, is good. Um, if you feel like you don't agree with it, there's something wrong with it, um, it's just not for you, it's a foul. All right. So you guys playing home, everybody. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. The first statement that we have here is the Dolphins made the right move signing Cutler to be their quarterback this season. Foul or no foul? Uh, 
no foul without getting into whether or not they should have signed Kaepernick. They had to do something. You can't go in with just Matt Moore. So uh, he's uh, he's at least serviceable. Right. I well, I think. <laughs> According it, to some team, people. <laughs> for a team, well, yeah. Well, the thing is with Miami is that, you know, they had probably reasonable high expectations. They finished nine and two and they made the playoffs. And now they're thinking that they might be able to, to maybe not compete with New England, but have another attempt to have a wild card season and, quarterback goes down what do you really want them to do they they had to go sign somebody yeah well one of the things that just I, I mean i'm not a crazy fan of cutler i'm not i'm not a big fan of him but one of the things that just like did you see like the interview where he was like well you know i'm a quarterback so i don't need to be cardio you know big on cardio i'm like are you kidding me dude like come on they just signed you to 10 million dollars you're a professional athlete like just Smoke the way he's Joe. yeah man I don't, I don't mean i don't know maybe he's being sarcastic but it's just like god this like doesn't put a lot of confidence in you <laughs> yeah smoking jay cutler is always gonna be around he's just so laissez-faire about everything yeah it's uh, hilarious yeah. All right. So the next one, uh, Todd Gurley will finish in the top 10 of running backs in PPR next season. Foul or no foul? No foul. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the, the Todd Gurley bandwagon. And I think that he will be a nice payoff for people that get him later than expected because he seems to be a little bit down on most people. There's still, he has his, his fan club. But yeah, I expect that LA will be better. How could they not be? Uh, they had 4,200 yards of total offense last year. That's pathetic. Yeah. So uh, even a reasonable, where they are the 29th best offense next year, could be an extra 600 yards of offense. So yeah, 100%. Great. I'm sure a lot of Gurley, you know, fans are happy to hear that. Um, the next one is Christian McCaffrey will have a better year one than Joe Mixon. Foul or no foul? Uh, no foul. Yeah, McCaffrey will have a better season. McCaffrey's going to be used early and often. Where Mixon, it might take a little bit longer. As far as talent on between the two of them, though, they're neck and neck. As far as what I think they're going forward in their career, but this year, I I have McCaffrey as I believe the third highest reception total of running backs behind, I believe David Johnson and and Danny Woodhead. Nice. I have him over seventy receptions. I think that he's going to be getting everything that Ted Ginn was getting. It's a different player, but Ted Ginn had that. 54 catch whatever it was 700 yard reception season i think that a lot of that is going to mccaffrey that's beautiful yeah i, I remember when they when they drafted him, people were like well you know they don't ever throw to guys like that it's not cam styling is like come on guys they drafted that's, him for a reason <laughs> well if you want to talk about player versus coach so coaches scheme the, the play and the player does actually execute it but you have to have a scheme to be able to throw to the running back and a lot of people are going to look at shula's offense with carolina and think that he's never done that in the past well he didn't do it with jonathan stewart and and D'Angelo, but whenever he was with Tampa, and I know this is a long time ago, but he threw to Mike Allstott and work done constantly. Right, right. I mean, they were high volume to the running back in that offense. Gotcha. And are you are you big on mixing? Because it seems like a lot of people are like really, really behind mixing. Like, are you that behind him, or do you just think like you know he's got a lot of competition and stuff right now? Uh, no, I, I I like mixing a lot. He was my RB three coming out for rookies and like i said he was right on mccaffrey's tail he's got a lot of talent and he's an extremely good receiver out of the backfield not on mccaffrey's level just because mccaffrey can do a more complex route tree but mixon is is extremely good in the pass game i think he's better than that than he is in the running game so i think that he can he can really carve out a role quickly even with geo there it sounds like a, hel- a healthy geo yeah i think that mixon will carve out a pretty good throw down role quickly and then you know it's only a matter of time before he takes hill's job um, the only thing with Mixon is that I've mentioned this on our podcast is that he, he doesn't understand 
how good he is and I guess really how strong he is and how big he is. He's 225 pounds and he runs like he's 185. He yeah. wants to always avoid tackles. And one day he's going to figure out that he can blow past people and blow over people. And when that happens, you're going to have a really good running back. Right. Gotcha. Uh, I have two more. Uh, one is from at R. Ruxin. He says uh, Lamar Miller over Marshawn Lentz in redraft this year. Foul or no foul? Uh, slight foul. I, I like Lynch just because of the situation he's in. Um, he's in a you know a very very good offense and a very very good offensive line, and I have him. Yeah, I'm looking at the numbers now. As far as rushing, they're right beside each other. I have him just to click over a thousand, both of them. Um, but I do have Lynch with a well, yeah, Lynch with a little bit higher touchdown opportunity than what Miller would have in the in the ground game. But there's not a lot to separate the two of them. That's, that's a point for me, man, because. Um, I'm a Raider fan, and and you know our Ruxin man, he goes at it with me, man. He thinks that Lamar, Lamar <laughs> Miller is better than Lynch, all this kind of stuff. So you know he wanted to throw this out here, you know, figure you're the best guest to answer it. And so, <laughs> sorry, I, I like Ruxin. Lynch. I, I think Lynch is gonna is gonna be in for a, a very nice season. Gotcha. And and so so that's a fo- for, to follow that up for me. Um, DeAndre Washington over Jalen Richard, foul or no foul? Ooh, um, uh, I'll I'll say no foul, but. I'm not real convinced of that. I, those are both pretty good running backs. And, and the fact is that whoever is behind Lynch is valuable in my eyes. Right. And you're just going to have to, you know, you're going to have to commit. You're going to have to take a, a stance one way or another and just go after one late in the draft. Um, and, and I think I would go Washington still over Richard, even though that, I guess, depth charts that came out, I guess, showed that it wasn't that way. Um, just because one, he's a higher draft pick or he was actually drafted. And, you know, both of them put up really, really nice numbers last year and had really good film. Yeah, I was going to ask you, to, to people who feel like Richard's uh, metrics weren't off the charts or his college, you know, production maybe wasn't off the charts, or at least in comparison to Washington, um, what, what do you, how, how do you feel about stuff like that? Do, do you, after a guy has a good season in the NFL, regardless of what his college, you know, production showed, do you still you know, weigh on that college production at all? Or are you like, this is a new guy in the NFL, he proved it, and so I kind of forget all that. Yeah, I'm not the biggest on holding metrics as a, well, take it back, holding draft combine metrics as gospel. Because, you know, we we got caught up, take it a little bit different direction, but got caught up with Dalvin Cook's three-cone drill. Mm -hmm. And one thing I tried to mention to people was that that is a one-attempt drill Mm -hmm. that is, counted between six and seven seconds. So the ability to make one step wrong and have a time that's out of norm is easy. Right. So I think that we put a lot of emphasis in that, even a 40, you know, I've ran thousands of forties in my life and they've ranged the tenths of difference could be, um, you know, a couple tenths easily one way or another, just based on how it came out of the blocks. So if I'm only going to get two attempts or three attempts, then sure that the, I think you need to take that and look for an outlier. Um, if a guy can run a, you think he's going to four five and he runs a five flat. Yeah, sure. But once you start to see actual game film and see that a guy has burst and can get the edge and can blow past DBs, then forget the, the draft combine. It's right. over. It's you pretty know, obvious. You actually have pads on and you're playing the game. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. It's pretty evident. All right. Well, I, I agree with you on that as well, man. We've been in agreement a lot here. Abdullah is the one thing I, I <laughs> wish we can change, but it's all right. It's all right. Hey, so you just get 
Theo Riddick hurt, and <laughs> they should be fine. <laughs> so, man, that that we've really ran through the gauntlet here, Adam. I, I I've I've brought you through, you know, the questions about you and what you're doing, you know, listener questions, following off. We've gone through it all. Um, I, you know, I can't thank you enough, of course, for you know taking your time out of your night here to you know to join the, join me in this conversation. Um, as far as the Clock Edger family here, man, how can they? Where can they find you? Where can they support you? You know, what can they do to uh, to connect with you? Well, definitely follow us on Twitter. My account is at the RB Scout. You can find our website, rbscout.com, where we have our projections up. They're they're sitting there waiting for you to look at and and get upset about. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> if you don't like my projections, you can go look at the rankings where the staff has put out their rankings as well for redraft. The, the dynasty will come out this weekend at the latest. And you know, you can at least get a mix of a few people's thoughts and not just have me pushing my agenda on you um we do have a, a podcast you can search for it on itunes and google play and stitcher tomorrow it sounds like i just got approved for that and that's searching nice. rb scout fancy football podcast uh we have a youtube channel that we've posted some videos on you can go through youtube and find rb scout or you can go on our video partner which is dynasty league football dlf guys have have been our video partner for this and you can go find my content on their resources page under videos and i have a whole page on their website that's great so you can go take a take a look at what i have there and um just realize that we're going to be providing content during season on everything so i mean dynasty kind of takes a back seat during season but redraft and and daily will be on there as well so i'll have plenty of thought process on the running back position and we will probably stick this year just to the running back just because i, I want to be a um a niche where we think we can do a good job and not just provide a bunch of information that I'm not sure is going to be the best. Absolutely. And I, I definitely, I highly recommend, you know, everyone to check out all those things. One of the things I got to say, man, with you is like, um, I, I mean, and a lot of times, you know, fantasy football or things with numbers or, you know, stats can become very almost like robotic, you know, the way people are, but I like everything you do, man. The podcast, even the videos, like the videos you do, like the, I, the Jordan Howard one kind of stuck with me just the way you ended it and everything. You're like, you're looking at them. Is this running back? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just, you know, you do things where, you know, there's an entertainment to it. So it's not just, you know, that dry stuff so i gotta give you that compliment man because that's not something i can say to everybody so well appreciate it well you know one thing that i always try to tell people is especially our staff is that this game can be complicated if you start getting into analytics real deep and i i deep dive analytics at work but i always tell people that work for me if you're going to provide information to me you better have a key takeaway on whatever you're providing so right. that's what i would tell anybody that's going to get into this that's on twitter if you're going to provide a chart or if you're going to show a um analytical data just make sure that you don't just throw this graph up that no one has a clue what you're talking about have a, a key takeaway write something on the chart you know and tell people what we need to be looking at so it should be a five second approach if i can't understand what you're talking about in five seconds then i'm out yeah absolutely that's a good tip and, and you know I, I i always ask the guests to you know to to give the listeners a final piece of advice or a message do you want to send them off with that or do you got something else that you want to hit them with no, I think that's that's a good way to end. Perfect. I agree with you, man. I think it was too. You know, you jumped me on that one. I almost didn't, you know, <laughs> you, you jumped the gun, but that's okay. Um, I appreciate it, man. Again, and, you know, um, you're welcome back anytime. So, you know, feel free to, you know, to let me know. But uh, again, man, I can't uh, appreciate you enough for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, man. You too. Running back, running back, running back. Hey, yo, Adam brought some running back knowledge. Boy, I liked it. I liked it. Thank you again, Adam, for coming on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. You guys, Clock Dodgers, you know what to do. His Twitter is at the RB Scout. You know what to do. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna say nothing. I'm not even you know what to do. At the RB Scout. You guys always come through. I appreciate it. As always, Clock Dodgers. Thank you again to Adam for coming on the podcast. It was a great time. 
I did tell you guys I was going to tell you something that I wanted to talk about really quick. And what it is, when, when, when I, um, on social media, right, it's always, um, there's always people who reach out to me, I reach out to them, you, you bump into people who are doing some cool things, right, who are doing some, some good things. Some people doing some good things. And one of these people that, that happened to reach out to me on, um, it was Instagram, I think. Yeah, actually, it was Instagram. Um, which if you're not following us on Instagram, please do. We're trying to build that up. It's a different kind of platform. It's fun. Um, there's some different things you could do there. So um, please follow us there. But what um, GM Genius, right? That's the name of it. GM Genius. Uh, on Instagram, I believe if you were like to search for it, it's gm.genius. Um, but so, th- so these guys um, have actually started. And this, is, this is crazy. This is, this is how crazy fantasy football is. They started a... A, a, I'm trying to think of the best way to, to think of this. It's a, it's a program, a, uh, a website where you literally, where, where high school kids, well, not even high school, I guess they're 13 to 19 can compete in fantasy football to win scholarships for college. Is, is that, is that not somebody taking something like fantasy football? That's already good and making it better for a good cause, right? So like, you know, p- parents can play and people older than that can play, but only those students can win the money, uh, the scholarships. So I believe it's up to um, $25,000 in college scholarships. There's weekly prizes um, and matching grants for their schools and stuff like that. So it's, it's really cool. It's the How I Decide Foundation. Um, it's an it's an educational nonprofit based in the Philadelphia area, you know, and, and their their goal is obviously pretty clear. It's you know to help students become better decision makers, and and they're using fantasy football as a tool for that. It's a it's a learning based system for them, you know, for fantasy football. Um, so so it's you know it's a, it's a fun way to leverage fantasy football, its popularity, um, to help teenagers and students get these scholarships. I think it's so cool. I think it's so cool to do this. So if you guys um, are interested, definitely go to www.gmgenius.com. Uh, and there's different ways to, to help out too. I don't think, you know, you obviously you don't have to be a kid to do this. You know, you may know kids who are into fancy football. Your kids may be into fancy football. Get them into fancy football. This is a chance for them to win college scholarship money. Money is hard to come by. It's hard to come by. You don't want to pay for all that college if you don't have to. You don't want to do it. And this is a fun way to help out. So if you know anybody who wants to get involved with this or help with this or play the fantasy football, please reach out to these guys. Um, again, I, I, I talk to them on Instagram. They're, they're, of course, on Twitter and they have their website. Um, you can visit even howidecide.org, uh, which is the organization themselves that have created gmgenius.com. Uh, but I just thought it was really cool. I just wanted to, you know, shout out to Adriana from over there at uh, How I Decide. And I just wanted you guys to kind of be familiar with, I always try to bring you guys these cool new things. Um, they, they've actually had articles written on stuff like ESPN and stuff like that too. So they're kind of gaining some steam here. They're gaining the momentum that they deserve. Um, so I just wanted to talk them up a little bit again. But again, a nonprofit, they've created a fantasy football app to teach decision-making skills to, 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 to students. And in return, they're going to win you know, thousands of thousands in color scholarships and grants and all these good things. So if you guys can go check them out, support them however you can, it's greatly appreciated. That's just the Clock Dodgers way. You guys know how we roll. You know what we're building here. You know what we're building here. No halftime. Sponsored by No Halftime. It feels so good to say that. I love those guys. Like, you don't even understand. Like, I talk to these guys, like, every day. Like, every day. They're literally good dudes to talk to. Get the app. 
If you if you don't already have the app, get the app. If you have the app and you're already signed up, use it more and more. Challenge me. I'm here for your challenges. We can even do free challenges. If you don't want to put money in the line, but you just want to shut me up. If you want to stop my fire takes, that's fine. Shut me up. Get on there. Play with me. Let's go. It's fun. It's, a, it's an amazing app. It really is. And it's got great minds behind it. What I mean by that is I bring them ideas all the time. Like um, listeners have, have, have told me, um, do they do this? Do they do that? Um, and I bring those ideas to them and they're working on them. You know what I mean? Like it's really cool and they work. They have other things, of course, in the works that are incredible. Um, but it's a great app. They're great people, great customer service there. They're just all around good. And they're like you guys. You know what I mean? They're like us. They're clock dodgers. They're they're amazing. Um, so shout out to No Halftime again. We're going to have more actually during the season uh, with with No Halftime, of course. Uh, we did it last year, like a segment. Uh, we're going to do stuff like that again this year. So if you have any ideas, if you think there's some you know fun ways or ways that we can help you or give advice on No Halftime, please hit us up. Please email me. Um, you know what? If you want, email me any ideas you have. Contact at clockdodgers.com. Email me there and we can talk about it. Contact at clockdodgers.com. Um, yeah, do that or on social media as always. It's easy, whatever's easier for you guys. Shout out to everybody on Fancy Life, Sleeperbot, all the cool apps. Got a lot of good stuff going on. Shout out to everybody on Twitter. A lot of fun stuff going on there as well. Instagram, if you're not already following guys, I'm telling you, like, every social media platform has something different to offer, right? So stuff like Sleeperbot, Fancy Life app, they have these cool chat communities. Um, they have the different stuff that are special to their app, right? That's awesome. Twitter has its own thing. Um, if you go on Instagram, it has a cool thing too. You know, they got these stories and it's kind of more in your face up to the moment type of thing. Um, Periscope, we're trying to kick off a little more as well, which are, are video streams. So follow us on all those platforms because when we do contests and we do things like that, um, it's, the, it's, it's some, we, we, we pick different places each time and then you get it first, right? So there could be some kind of contest that we're running just on Instagram or we're running just on that or just on Twitter. So follow us on all those places. So it makes it easier for you to get that. So you don't have to wait for the podcast to come out or, you know, of course, visit cloudodgers.com because that's up to date as well um, with the latest news and stuff. But the social media platforms are just kind of in your face, right? They're easier to see um, all day. You get the notifications and things like that. Um, so follow us on there if you're not. And again, I can't express. I got this DeAndre Hopkins football that I'm trying to give away to the realest Cloud Dodger out there. I'm just saying the challenge is out there. And I got a lot. I'm not going to lie, man. I could have used some help tracking these. <laughs> you guys know I like to be as transparent as possible with you. I could have used some help tracking these things um, because there's a lot of submissions. But if you're not familiar with the contest yet, you can find it on uh, Twitter. It's my pinned tweet to make it real easy for you. Or visit cloudnodgers.com. Basically, we're giving away DeAndre Hopkins autographed football from a clock dodger itself. They actually held the, the ball that while DeAndre Hopkins signed it, right? Not some not something where you don't know where this thing came from. I'm, I'm telling you who it came from, another clock dodger. Like, that's not amazing in itself. That's a crazy great story to me. Um, but we're going to run this contest. I'm going to, you know, give this – it's, it's going to be – uh, a drawn okay so it's not just the football so when you when you do these steps there's gonna be steps that you can follow you could win the deandre hopkins football there's also gonna be a clock dodgers t-shirt given away i believe three wristbands given away and a guest spot on the clock dodgers podcast you heard that right you the one one person is gonna be picked to be a guest on the clock dodgers podcast 
So you're going to be able to voice your opinion, your thoughts, talk to the Clock Dodger family. This is all clockdodgers.com. I'm telling you, hit it up. Follow, go, go to Twitter. You'll find the contest rules there. The contest ends on August 21st. So you still have time. You still have plenty of time. There's not uh, there's not something you're behind on, right? So just 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 go do it now. Um, and don't forget, don't put it off. Don't say, oh, I'll do it later. No, no, do it now because we know life is busy. I say I'm going to do something later. I'll forget it 10 seconds later. So go on there, do it now so you have a chance to win this. Everybody has a chance to win it. Everybody. If you read all the details, everybody has a chance to win it. Nobody is excluded from this. I had somebody hit me up the other day say, I'm in the UK. Can I do this? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll mail it to the UK. I don't care. I don't care where I got to mail it. I mean, obviously, I can't mail it to Mars or something. So if you're one of those guys in Mars, I can't help you. <laughs> but anywhere else here, I'm going to mail it to you. So um, yeah, you can, I can mail the shirt. I can mail the wristbands. If you're a guest on the podcast, you don't have to be here, right? I mean, as long as you have like Skype or whatever, we can make that happen too. So um, yeah, you're and, and anyone can be involved. It doesn't matter if you're in the UK. We love the UK. Canada, we love Canada. Anywhere you're at, we can do this. Anywhere you're at. Okay? So go to cloudodders.com or go to the Twitter. You'll find it on there. Go to clock, at cloudodders on Twitter. Find the pinned tweet. And it's at the very top. The details are there. It's free. It takes two seconds. I promise you. It takes two seconds. And you can win an autograph football. I try my best to give you guys this awesome stuff. I try to. You can put this thing in your man cave. Just imagine putting that ball. Just just envision it now. You can see the picture on the website, but just envision it now in your man cave. In your above your TV while you're watching football on Sundays. Or you can give it to somebody as a gift that you know would love it. Like your kid or a family member or a friend, a Texan fan. Uh Deion, I mean, trust me, the last thing I want to do is see this DeAndre Hopkins ball go away. I love this thing. It's amazing. Guys, I love you guys. I appreciate you for joining me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's always fun to talk with you guys. Be on the lookout, guys. We are not just a fantasy football podcast. Game of Thrones episodes, awesome guests from all walks of life, right? All walks of life. All kinds of episodes, 15-minute breaks, random stuff, guys. (laughs) Entertainment, pop culture. This is not just a fantasy football podcast. It will never be just a fantasy football podcast. We love doing everything. And you guys love it. We love it. Clock Dodgers, I love you guys. I'm out. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging. Visit ClockDodgers.com for more unique content. Connect with us now by following at Clock Dodgers on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope.
Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.